Show number 124 of Look at His Butt, LT and JK Talk Trek. Ding dong, it's Shatner Butt Time. <laughs> well, here we are. We're ready for another show. Yes. We've got so much. Let's start by talking about some stuff that um, people have sent to us, like okay. email. Okay. So, um, can I start by reading this one from Maynard? Because it's short. Okay. It's it's good for a couple of laughs. All right. As always. As always, As from, always. from Maynard. So, this was um, in the context of various other things, and Maynard says, one more media Bill could conquer by changing only one letter of the alphabet would be the Shatwow. <laughs> oh, God, I remember this email. It's so funny. I'd buy two, and I'd phone right away. <laughs> Can you imagine how good Bill would, would sound shilling the TV ad? Lines like, are you following me, camera guy? And the Germans make good stuff. We're written for him. But with Mr. Shatner's delivery style, the ad might lengthen from 60-second spot into a 90-second one. No, Bill's a pro. He can, he could do, he it can do it in 60 seconds. So I thought that was really funny. Yes, and ever since we got that email, every now and then the phrase Shatwow <laughs> Like runs through my mind, and and I think every now and then I'm, I'm at some point I'm probably just gonna go shout wow, like instead of just wow. Yeah, maybe that's something we can encourage people to say at um, Shat Fest. Yes, the shout wow. Shout wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you off camera or okay. off mic. Off camera because it'll be it'll be a surprise for people. Oh, at Shat okay. Fest. But I like shout wow. All right. Okay. So thanks, Maynard. Hilarious. Yes, that made us laugh. Okay. Um. This is very, very, very interesting. This came from someone named Margaret. Uh And it says, I stumbled across this story about two ladies' experience at the Hollywood Horse Show back in the (gasps) 80s. Laughed my ass off. (laughs) Of course. And thought you should know about it. So here's the relevant bit, and she's quoting from someplace. Oh, and she does have a link to the full post, which I haven't ever gone and looked at. So this is like in uh, in the 80s. Okay. All right. The band began playing Bob Seger's old-time rock and roll, and beautiful people from all over the room jumped up and headed to the dance floor. <laughs> William Shatner and his wife, who would have been Marcy at the time, uh-huh. were already there. She's swaying like a graceful swan. He's standing at attention, a surprised look on his face. Across the room, I watched Patrick Duffy and his wife leave Wow. his hand at her elbow. Tony Thomopoulos, I don't know who that is. Do you know, know that no. name? Was heading toward the door, motioning to Christina, who was still eating like a starving trucker. <laughs> she grabbed, maybe that's that couple we saw that we oh named Schmucky God. and Sweetie or whatever. She grabbed a couple of shrimp and stuffed them into her mouth before catching up with her husband. Lyle Wagner, his back to his wife, sat staring off into space, as was Miss America, who was sitting all alone. Aww. Frank Loja had apparently left the premises. Brenda, Victoria said, stifling a laugh. Look at William Shatner. He was pressing his body to his wife's <gasps> pelvis moving up and down from side to side. He let go of her and backed up, gyrating and spinning, dropping to his knees, <gasps> ending up flat on his back, feet in the air, body rolling back and forth. Oh, my God. His wife began clapping and dancing around him as <laughs> Lay on the floor, the beautiful people joining in, clapping and swaying, moving backward to give him more room as he kicked and kicked and rolled around and around. <laughs> I hope Ruby Pearl is listening to this and was there and saw this. Oh, my God. And then she says, 
I don't even know what to say. Bill's a weirdo. <laughs> well, we knew that. <laughs> well, I'm going to click to the post because I want to see if there's pictures. Oh, oh my God. Oh, it was, oh, it was from, it's from the blog of Brenda Wilson Woolley. And it, um, it, her blog is One Kentucky Writer. Oh, that's an amazing story. Oh, we're going to have to read this whole thing. There's just a ton. That is an amazing, amazing story. <laughs> Kicking and rolling around on the floor. And, you know, the way Marcy reacted makes it sound like he did this all the time. Yeah. Like she knew what to expect. Right. She didn't go, oh, my God, he's having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a comment. I'm sorry, this is so tasteless. Oh, this is such bullshit, too. Fabulous story, Brenda. I would have been more starstruck by the food that was at the party. Was this the same Shatner wife who drowned in their swimming pool? Oh, my God. That was sad. Oh. And then Brenda says, yes, it's the wife who drowned in the swimming pool. Was Noreen? What year was this? It says it was in the 80s. Let's see if, if she gives an actual date. She says it was in the late 80s. When did he and Marcy um, divorce? I'm going to look it up right now. We're going to Wikipedia. Uh, he was married to Marcy until 1994, so okay. I don't think it was Noreen. I don't think so either. No, because he didn't even marry her until 1997, so it had to be Marcy. Wow. So, anyway. That's amazing. <laughs> she started I, dancing around. I don't think he does that anymore. <laughs> Can I just say that? I just don't think he does that okay. anymore. Okay. You have more email, don't you? Yes. This is from, and this is a longer one. I'm going to like skim it and okay. pick out this part. But this is from someone whose first name is Saito. I cannot pronounce the last name. Oh, I think it's probably Saito if they're Okay, Japanese. Saito. Okay. And, um... And this person says, I recently had the time to listen to your podcast. I'm starting from the latest episodes till I finally reached the first episode. So he's working back and he's answering some of our questions. Mm -hmm. He's doing his homework. Mm -hmm. He or she. Do you know if Saito is a... I don't know if that's okay. a male Okay. Episode 121. <laughs> you wondered about his favorite actress. And now he, he's got some great links in here that we have to check out. This one is called William Shatner, Otherworldly Charm. And uh, there's a quote from Bill. And I say, well, there's Rita Hayworth. Her big movie was Gilda. All I pointed to was Gilda because as a young man, as a youngster growing up, I fell in love with Gilda. <gasps> oh, he had a crush on Rita Hayworth. Yes. Well, who wouldn't, really? Yeah. Um, episode 116, you wondered if he already had the reputation for being a flirt. And, of course, he was already popular before Star Trek. Here's a sample of his open flirtation. Even one of the men commented on it. Can we take that as a proof that he already had that kind of reputation? This video has something, has everything I want to see, everything I want to see in Bill in one video. Smiley, flirty, smugly, pervy, funny, dorky, witty, seductive Shatner. And it's a link to that 1965 What's His Line. Now, I think that's a different What's My Line. I don't think that's the one with the senator's wife. It's not a senator's wife. Oh, it's an sorry. actual. I'm sorry. I'm either senator sorry. or congresswoman. A congresswoman. I'm sorry. You stupid sexist. I am. It's just it's stuck in my head that way, and I apologize. Okay. Well, this is taking too long to load. Okay. So. <laughs> um, he he sent us uh, the the recorded message from Greenpeace that Bill left at <gasps> HP, and he sent us a look at my butt sketch, and he also thinks or he or she also thinks that's where we got the blog name. 
which is not true. But it's not true. We were saying it before we even know about that. Um, and here is a quote from DeForest Kelly mm -hmm. at the Baltimore Convention in 1985. In the series, what storyline would I like to see written for the character McCoy that we never really made? There was a story that we never had a chance to get to. We had anticipated if we had gone another year, McCoy's daughter Joanna coming aboard and having a romance with Bill Shatner. Applause. You don't think that would have ticked the good doctor off? Laughter. Nobody knows more what a ladies' man bubble butt was. <laughs> um... Oh, and, and then they quote something I've always liked from that unauthorized biography, Shatner, Wear No Man. Uh -huh. And this is a quote from the, uh, the writers. Can you look a working actor in the eye and say, listen, they love your gorgeous rear. Did you know that millions of people have noticed that you always put it up first when you get up from a fight? <laughs> you put it up first. Oh, that's he's, he's giving, uh oh, man. What is this clip? I should have checked all this before the show, so I'm... Sorry. Oh, it's okay. But it is a clip where Bill talks about a threesome. <gasps> um, and I think it might be that Howard Stern one, but for some reason, everything is taking a long time to load. Um, I I've also made these posts with tons of Bill's videos. Be sure to check them out. There are some 60 shows. Oh, my God. I've got to really go through all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So, Saito, thank you, thank you, thank you. And... We thank you from the bottom of our bubble butt love and hearts. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go through those. Oh, that sounds great. I'm Can sorry I, just, I didn't do my homework. That's okay. Can I just point out that the Wikipedia entry on William Shatner has him having a middle name? I know. And there's another website that, it's Alan, right? Yeah. Um, there's some website that, you know, purports to be a celebrity fact thing. And they were the ones who first put that that was his full name. And somebody brought it up on the Shatner Bulletin Board, and Paul, who runs yeah. the Bulletin Board and works for Bill, says they have tried so many times to contact those people to get it corrected. Uh, and in, now it's... It's in Wikipedia. Yeah. it's yes. very bad. Very bad. So, um, Saito, thank you so much for the fabulous links. I will go through them and, uh, it's awesome. and report back. But yeah. right now, the Internet is slow. It's slow. Well, let's talk about a couple other things. Okay. Um, one thing that I would like to point out is uh, from uh, one of our listeners, from the fabulous Jen, um, who sent us a link, and this is quite apropos given what we've been talking about recently, for a T-shirt that you can get, <laughs> which says, Go Tees are evil, and there's good Spock and there's evil Spock, and of course the evil Spock has a goatee. Right. So I, I just thought that was very clever, and you know... Goatees are evil is totally a meme that Star Trek started. I know. And it's spread everywhere now, and people do it, I think, without even knowing where it comes from. Well, they did it wonderfully on South Park, where um, the yes. mere universe and the regular universe met, and when... Uh, when all the things from Mirror Universe came through, even the dogs and cats had goatees. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, that and Quatloos are like the, the two things. <laughs> so anyway, I just needed to, to say that. Now let's talk about that one other I wish topic. someone would tell Brad Pitt, because he's got the ugliest goatee yeah, ever. Some guys it really just... looks like a goat, you know. <laughs> let's talk about Bill and cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Because we got on this the other day when we were having lunch, and... um. I was talking about that clip that we posted to the blog, um, which had been on Moore Shatner, and it's a clip from Mission Impossible, which we haven't watched yet, okay. with Bill seducing Lenore Caridian. Oh, we watched that. 
We watched the clip. The clip. I mean, we haven't seen the whole episode. We just saw that one clip. Or I haven't seen that episode. Oh, I watched the episode. Did you? I haven't seen it. I have it downloaded. It's on my computer. Oh, maybe I just watched the clip. But anyway, it seemed like an episode. In the first part of the clip, he's in a a nightclub on a chip or something. I don't know where he Mm -hmm. is. And he's smoking. And we've seen Bill in a lot of things smoking. Smoking cigarettes, cigars, cigarillos, gum. No. Um, (laughs) I was just being a cigarette girl. (laughs) And um, I think, in my opinion, when Bill has that, as much as Bill is great with business, with his cups and fiddling around with stuff, he always looks completely unnatural to me when he's got a cigarette in his hand. And I know that he smoked. So Mm -hmm. he shouldn't have been uncomfortable or unnatural in any way, but it never quite looks to me like he's being natural. He looks so stagey, the way he holds it, the way he puts it in his mouth. There are so many other actors who make smoking seem like second nature, like they're not even thinking mm-hmm. about it. But with him, it's always very deliberate, and, and it totally distracts from the performance for me. And I, you said you maybe had a thought about that. Um, yes. First of all, I said, and, and I was just being silly, I think he was afraid of the cigarette upstaging him. <laughs> a valid concern. <laughs> but here's the thing. You and I have noticed Bill loves the props he yeah. loves the business loves you know business. doing those things and so he may have this urge to over use mm. the cigarette in a way that makes it look unnatural because mm. it, a lot of things he does with his hands with props they do not look deliberate mm-hmm. although they are so maybe there's that maybe there's also the fact that oh not fact but yeah it's a fact bill is orally fixated yes we know that we know that from you know secondhand <laughs> things we've heard but also just from the way he does the shatner swallow oh, the yeah. way he eats food the way pudding he pudding <laughs> pudding <laughs> the way he he we were saying this he he chews words yes. and, and rolls them around in his mouth before they come out so maybe he is Smoking in a way other people don't simply because that's the way Bill smoked? Maybe. I I would love to have seen actual footage of him smoking in real life just Mm -hmm. as a guy to see Mm -hmm. how that compares with his on-screen smoking. Do you think he wore his cigarettes rolled up in his T-shirt? I would like to think so, but I actually don't think he did. Well, you know what surprises me is when I see him smoking in post-Star Trek roles, Mm -hmm. Because Star Trek was when I have understood he quit. Mm. And, and Nimoy has, has commented mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as an as a ex-smoker myself, I have no temptation at all to ever smoke again. But I know a lot of people mm. never get over that craving. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, to, to, to actually smoke would probably be the death knell for them. That's interesting. Well, maybe that's what it is. Could be. There's one publicity photo that we have of him with a cigarette Mm -hmm. there. And that actually looks pretty natural to me, the way he's holding it. Oh, there's one where he's got it tucked behind his ear. Oh, yeah. But he's got, there's one I'm thinking of where he's got a lit one in Mm -hmm. his his hand and it's sort of near his face. Mm -hmm. And it just, it looks fine. I mean, he's not holding it awkwardly between his fingers. But um, it's just an odd thing. So I would love if other people have theories about this or if they agree or disagree and think that he is looking natural to them. Mm -hmm. But to my eyes, it just looks weird. Well, I know when I was a smoker, I was a weird smoker. Mm -hmm. I was told I smoked like Betty Davis. Really? (laughs) You know? (laughs) 
non-smokers. Yeah, me too. You know, my both my parents and my grandma smoked like chimneys, and um, my best friend for a long time was a smoker, so I've had a lot of opportunity to observe people mm -hmm. smoking in close quarters, and I've never known anybody who smokes the way Bill does on screen. <laughs> Well, you know, it could be just one more unique thing about bubble butt. Yeah, so it's not, it's the Shatner swallow and the Shatner smoke. Yeah. Yeah. We should see that, you know, I actually haven't done that. Looked to see if he has a thing that he does the way he, you know, the swallow oh, is a thing. Right. So I wonder if the smoking is a thing, like whether he looks at the cigarette and then he takes a puff and then he looks at it again and then he blows the smoke out or something. We should look, see if there's a technique. Well, he, he does smoke at the beginning of uh, Impulse. That's right, yeah. Isn't it one of those thin cigars? Yeah, he, yeah. he had those. And in the, the clip from Mission Impossible, I think that is also mm -hmm. one of those thin yeah. cigar-y things. Now, in Boston Legal, he often had a cigar, but right. he didn't often actually smoke it. It was more just a prop that yes, he Yes, and he, remember he was talking about that once, that um, he thought, why should we always have a long cigar? I'll have a short cigar. Mm -hmm. And having that smoke in his face all the way through the many takes, he yeah. ended up throwing up yeah, from it. Yeah, gross. And, I mean... Cigars are somewhat more theatrical anyway because they're mm -hmm. so big you can't really, you can't hold them between your fingers. Mm -hmm. You sort of have to. But, you know, you think of, uh, you know, when you'd see Orson Welles with his cigar, you didn't really notice no, yeah, the cigar. it was just something that he had. Yeah. So, anyway. And he used to, in Boston Legal, do sort of a Shatner swallow or a variation of that sort of thing with the cigar because I remember there were times when he put it in his mouth and inhale and then take it out and look at it. <laughs> He did. Oh, okay. He did. I remember him doing that. We're going to have to start looking for that. We're like, hmm, this is a good cigar. <laughs> I always think when he's doing that Shatner swallow thing and he's looking at the glass of liquor that he's actually addressing it in his mind. <laughs> yes. You know, he holds it up and he thinks, I'm going to drink you now. And then he <laughs> Are takes, you going to be good? <laughs> and then he takes a drink and he looks at the glass again. I have just drunk from you and I declare you good. Look on his face. It's like he's and telepathically you know doing that. That would have been uh, better from than the voiceover from that bad movie we saw last last episode. <laughs> Whatever it was, this where the voiceovers true. were so annoying. That is true. All right. Okay. Let's take a little break. Okay. Coming up next, beat the clock. Beat the clock. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. What has Bill done for you lately? Comments to lookathisbutt.blogspot.com, email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com. This podcast recorded on a MacBook Pro with Audacity and GarageBand. This is TSFPN.com, the sci-fi podcast network. You found the best podcasts in the universe. Beat the clock! Do we have to? No, not really. <laughs> but we did. But we did. We watched it. And um, now remember... The other Beat the Clock that we watched, I think, must have been before this. Yes, it was older. It was older. It was in black and white. No. No. It was okay. in color. Okay. But um, Bill was skinnier. Yeah. He was definitely skinnier and had a better toupee. <sighs> so we've just watched this clip of Beat the Clock, which I'll put up on the blog so you can okay. all watch it. And um, this I found because it was posted on Shatner's toupee. And um, 
it was Beat the Clock, and I don't know what year it was. It's, it says either from 72 or 74. Yeah, that looks about right. Yeah, I think it must have been 74, it seems to me. It's such a bad toupee. Oh, and, and Bill is pudgy. He looks yeah, bloated. Yeah, he, he doesn't really look very good, and he's and wearing... It's, it's just such a, a crappy, cheesy show. He's wearing a shirt with the sleeves kind of rolled up a little. His arms did look good. His arms did look that. good. Are you sure those sleeves were rolled up and they weren't just puffy sleeves? They, they looked be, like puffy sleeves to me. They could have been me. puffy sleeves. See? Yeah, I guess they could have been. But oh, I mean, why would you shirt. roll a sleeve that's short up a half an inch? to show off his arm. I, um, I don't know. But that thing is not even a toupee. It's a wig. It's just a wig, and it's sitting on top of his and head. And it's a terrible wig. And it's long in the back, and you can just see where it goes over his collar and it sticks out and it looks like it's made from like the cheapest nylon that you could find and the thing oh. is i think the sideburns are part of the wig i think you're right oh. <laughs> and it's much 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 too dark for bill oh it's just awful and over at the shatner's two blog there are 33 comments about this <laughs> about how bad it is. well wait let's talk about the show a little oh, okay well the interesting thing to me other than bill was there are three female assistants, all dressed like Nurse Chapel. Yeah, with very, 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 very short skirts. Like seeing their underwear short. Yeah. And Bill was checking them all out. Totally checking them out. Oh, yeah. So we figured he did all three assistants, and he probably did both wives. the, the wives of the two couples mm-hmm. who were on the show. Plus, this sort of played into our earlier discussion about Bill's oral fixation. They gave him one of those um, New Year's Eve blower toys. <laughs> And after that, I mean, he was, he had it the whole show. He was playing with it and blowing on it, and he just he thought it was the most fun thing that he could have for mm-hmm. the, the whole thing. Now, I will say that um, he did excellently on the two challenges that he had with mm-hmm. the couples, but when he had the star challenge all by himself, he didn't do it. And for Bill. Uh, that's, I mean, he doesn't like to lose. I know. I'm really surprised he didn't break that little card table. Uh, he did hit it pretty hard he with did. the dowel that But the thing him. is, I really think the game was set up wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm making excuses here. But it was a hairbrush, and they had it there bristles down. So when you figure the way the weight was distributed, you had to fail. Yeah. If they had put it flat side down, I think you could have done it. <sighs> he was angry. He was yes. very, very, very angry. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, very scary. Yeah. Oh, the other one was much better, that other mm-hmm. beat the clock. Well, that one had a sort of a pervy edge to it where oh, he was yeah. kicking the cups. and Yeah, hands tied and various And the wife things. handing him the cups to kick at her husband. The whole thing just... <laughs> oh, man. Very, very scary. All right. Well, I'm glad that we finally did that. and it's out of the way it's out of the way we don't have to think about that again okay good okay what else on the, the oh, long long list let's see list of topics speaking of shatner's toupee i know it sounds like we work for them now but um i just want to mention <laughs> no no we work for my star trek scat book <laughs> that's true and we're, we're going to talk about that in a minute um they mentioned on shatner's toupee that there was a movie that bill was in in 1968 um Filmed in 68, but not actually released, I think, until 74 or slightly later than that, called Perilous Voyage. They have a still from it on one of the posts, but they put this note up and it said, Perilous Voyage is a movie that our two biologists have, despite our best efforts, been entirely unable to locate. It neither exists on DVD, VHS, YouTube, nor any of the other internet resources. 
within which one can often find rare Bill Shatner appearances. So we've decided to offer a highly prestigious honorary degree from the William Shatner Tupological Studies Institute, whatever they're calling it, to any of our valued readers that can help us track down a copy. Hey. Now we know people who might have We that know kind of a thing. couple of people who yeah. might. Yeah. So we should check with our sources, but let's yeah. also just put that out there to the yeah. listeners. If anybody knows where a copy of this movie Perilous Voyage could be obtained. And you know, we are willing to be patient cuz how many uh, from the time we put the word out until the time we actually got it, it was over a year mm -hmm. that we were hoping for 10th level. 10th level, I was going to say 13th level. It. And we got it. And we became a source. People mention that on a board every mm -hmm. now and then. They'll say, I know Jungle Kitty has, has a, a, mm -hmm. a good version of it. Yep. Because the version I had earlier, you couldn't watch at all. Right. And, it was just snow. And we were some of the, the first people to have um, the Alexander, a copy of Alexander the Great, mm -hmm. which got passed around, which is much more widely available now. Yeah. So I'll tell you about this. So yeah. It was filmed in 68, released in 76. The plot says... A South American, whoops, gorilla. Gorilla, ooh, 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 uh, or gorilla, no, bang, bang, bang. I think it's bang, bang, bang. Okay. Um, whose revolution is faltering, hijacks a ship carrying arms and holds all of the passengers hostage. So it stars um, Michael Parks, who I don't know who that is. I've heard that name. Uh, Lee Grant, we know who she okay. is. She's the woman who's putting he ate. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, other people who I don't recognize their name. Stuart Margolin is in it. Victor Jory. You know who v Victor Jory uh, yeah. is? Yeah. Um, Louise Sorrell, I've heard that name. Yeah. <gasps> Louise Sorrell, clicker, let's see her picture. Oh, wait a minute. She's, um... Uh, she's... Uh, oh, she, she was in something. I know. Hold on. Let's find out. She was in a, a uh, Star Trek, I think. I think she was in Star Trek. Uh, oh, gotta go much further. We're at night, Knott's Landing. Uh, let's see. She's in Barbary Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where we know her from. Yeah. Night Gallery. Star Trek. Star Trek. She was Raina. She was Raina. She is she a little bit, a little yeah. bit, because she has blonde hair, and in this yeah. picture she has dark hair. So there we go. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. So clearly he did her again. He got yes. the opportunity to do her again. Um, Stuart Margolin, we yeah, know. Yeah, and uh, it says more, and I'm clicking on more, but I'm not really getting more in terms of no. cast here. Uh, so there you go. <gasps> yeah, there she looks like Rena. Is that her, or no, is this I, a different person? No, commercial? that's something else. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. So the second that girl looked like Raina. We put that out there, Perilous Voyage. Let's yeah. try and find a copy, because I'd like to see it. It sounds like a bad movie. Uh-huh. I'd like to see a bad movie with Bill in it. <laughs> like I haven't seen enough movies with Bill in it. <laughs> and TV shows. And TV and... shows. Okay. Speaking of Frederick, our good, good, good friend Frederick. With his fabulous scrapbook. With his fabulous scrapbook. He posted this and wanted to call our attention to it particularly. 1974 article... Bill and Marcy's Honeymoon Haven. So this was um, an issue of the tabloid called The National Tattler, which sounds like something that was on SCTV. I don't know. Um, it takes us to a happier time and place in Bill and Marcy's relationship. Uh, so he got this and he scanned it in. And I'm going to click on it so that we can see a little bit better. And I, I have actually read this. So there's a picture of Bill and Marcy, but I never I'm sorry, that. Bill just doesn't look happy. This is right after they got married. Uh -huh. Scroll down a little. Um, and here he is posing next to this big fucking chair he's got in his office, uh -huh. which is his throne. his throne, which is um, pretty not very nice looking. And she's got a little tiny desk with uh -huh. an ugly lamp on top of it. 
And well, there he looks happy. Yeah, he looks happy there. Although, as they're about to be run over by an Edith yeah, Keeler type truck. It's a camper, and his hair looks so bad. Oh, man, it looks oh, bad. Yeah. And here they are um, in their backyard with the big pool. Uh, I don't know who that is that's posing with him, with oh, Bill and Marcy. Yeah. yeah. And here's a picture of her with the dogs. So what did it have to say in the article? And here, oh, oh wait, here it is. Um, is that Farrah? Tony, it says. I think that's their Probably their his designer. assistant. Yeah. So um, let's see. Oh, columnist. That's the columnist who wrote this. Oh, no, okay. Tony, but he did her, I think. Okay. Pretty much. Um, yeah, it just talks about this house that they had. And, um, yeah, one of the dogs named Kirk after Kirk Douglas. Sure. Sure. I believe that. And uh, all the little things that they have in their house, you know, um, she likes to cook. We don't take vitamins, so I try to make our meals well-balanced with all of the proper nutrients. We're also water fanatics and drink at least 10 glasses a day. Oh, good. So um, around Bill's office are trophies and awards, which Bill has won for motorcycling, speedboating, and even archery. So I don't know what kind of awards those would be. I don't either. Yeah. So uh, it's just very interesting um, that they, you know, allowed people to come into their house and uh, take these pictures and everything right after mm -hmm. they got married. Well, it was the, the National Tattler. The National Tattler. <laughs> Not Tattler, but Tattler. Tattler. So I wonder if this is the same house that he lived in for a long time after they got divorced or whether they sold that house or, I don't know. I don't really know his history of houses. No, no. I don't know anything. Maybe about that. somebody will have a Shatner house blog and, and you know, just like we're the butt girls and we're <laughs> the, the trupeologists and, and Frederick's the shat, the scrapbooker. Uh, <laughs> the shat booker. The shat booker. There, maybe there's a, a, a Shatner house hunter. Yeah. History of With Shatner a show on TLC. Yeah. Um, here, let me read this one little bit to you. Okay. Um, one of Marcy's favorite things was a gift from Bill, a Chagall lithograph. Very nice. Very nice. Bill doesn't like Chagall that much, she explained with a fond smile, but he knows I'm mad for him, so it was a particularly super present. The Shatner's living room sets the mood for romance. <gasps> music playing softly in the background, coupled with a constant breeze afforded by the elevation, creates a feeling of serene contentment. The decor seems planned with love in mind. The sofa is soft and inviting. The fabric, a muted blue, white, yellow, and red. He did her on that sofa. Of course he did. He did a lot of women on that sofa, I'm sure. <laughs> um, what I was picturing is when you said it sets the mood for romance. I'm thinking of like the Rock Hudson movies in the 60s where he had this bachelor pad. Oh, yeah. And he'd hit the, the button and the yeah. music would start playing. The lights would go down and the sofa would unfold. <laughs> exactly. Like an animal house. <laughs> So, anyway, I thought that was funny. So, yeah, I think we can make that as a fact about Bill. He has sex on the couch. Oh. <laughs> hey, no. Thinking. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think if Bill had been in playing the, the, the male lead in those Rock Hudson, Doris Day movies mm -hmm. and Rock Hudson, whoever movies, those movies would actually have been sexy. They would have been very sexy. Even with him, you know, I mean, not, not, you know, within the confines of the time, just with the same script and everything, oh, just yeah. the way oh, he would play The it. way he would have looked at her, the way he yeah. would have touched her and everything. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that would have been pretty hot. That would have been pretty nice. Yeah. I wonder if he ever did Doris Day. 
They ever work together? I don't think so. Boy, I can't think of anything. And I'm trying to think of a, a connection, like to do six degrees of Bill yeah. for Doris Day. I don't know. I think but the people she worked with. I'm sure if he had the opportunity, yeah, he would have. Because, you know, mm -hmm. he's Bill. He's Bill. He's the goddamn captain. Yeah. Hmm. Um, anyhow, it's a good article. I'll send you the link to it. If, or I'll put it on this show note. So if you want to read right, the right, whole thing, right. you can. I mean, there's no gossip in here or anything. But it's the Tattler. It's just, it's just the Tattler. Dopey Tattler. I just wish he was smiling in that picture. I yeah. It's kind of weird to me. To me. <laughs> okay. Well, Frederick, thank you for that. Yes. Now, I will um, click over now to yet another thing that I found on Twitter today. And this is on Flickr. And this is a photo stream from someone whose account name is Bird of the Galaxy. I don't know who this person is, but what they've done is taken lots and lots of clips like the, um, the, the pieces of film that you used to get from Lincoln Enterprises right. that I've got a lot of and that the people at Star Trek History spend a lot of time restoring. So I'm wondering if this person is part of the Star Trek History site mm -hmm. or just does this on their own. But they've taken a lot of these clips and restored the color. And a lot of them are either model shots or, well, they were holding the, um, clapper. the clapper before the scene started. And there's some rehearsal scenes and stuff in there. There's tons of great stuff in here. There's these beautiful wow. pictures. They look really, really cool. So, you know, makeup being applied to... Um, Post-pandemic Mayberry. Pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them have really funny, but he's also put lots of captions under here. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of see Crazy what's going Pike. on. Yeah. Um, you know, there's uh, fooling around. There's silly stuff. There's people trying to regain their composure before something starts. There's Leonard Nimoy with his son. Yeah. You know, there's um, Bill laughing. Oh, wait, go to that yeah, one. I'm yeah, I'm going to this one. So, the It says, a blooper moment from filming of the TOS episode City on the Edge of Forever. Shatner leans on a column and Nimoy claps his hands. Unclear what happened. Perhaps DeForest tripped on his run to the Guardian. But everybody's going uh -huh. Bill's like, wow, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, I love when Bill laughs. Yeah. So, um, look at this one is uh, from Amok Time. So they're all standing there, and mm -hmm. there's a stagehand that's sprinkling glittery stuff on the ground. Uh-huh. So you can see that, and you can see the lights in the background. And yeah. Everything. It's very cool. And you can see some of the glitter in the air right there. Yeah. So these are beautiful, beautiful shots. Uh-huh. I haven't looked through the whole thing yet, um, but I really want to. And I think everybody would have a great time just seeing all these pictures. Here's something from Apple, mm -hmm. the Apple. Um, they're all laughing at something. Walter's laughing. Um, Dee's looking off camera, and Nimoy's either looking for his mark or just stepped in something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is, is that the episode where people keep stepping on things and getting blown up? That's the one. The, it's the blow, the explodiest episode it, ever. It is. It completely is. Uh -huh. And there are like 11 pages worth of this stuff. It's amazing. Really? So, look, there's Apollo. Mm -hmm. There's the Bill pulling monster. on his nose. He's picking his nose. <laughs> yes, there's um, Elan. Just all kinds of really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Look at that. You can see her uh, cabin, what she yeah. was sleeping on. So anyway, I just wanted to point <gasps> that out. Another cool thing to look through. That is wonderful. More awesome stuff. Just love the fact that people are putting this stuff out there mm -hmm. for the world to look at and enjoy. And Okay. Oh, and there's that picture of them yeah. reading Mad Magazine. Wow. All right. Well, listen, I think we should take a little break. 
-hmm. and um, watch a little bit of something. We don't have to watch this whole thing. Um, oh, that was the t-shirt the that we looked at. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so, so we're good. So let's take a little break. Let's watch okay. a little video, and then we'll, we'll come back and talk about it, because I think what we really need to see is the shirtless Shatner stuff, and fuck the rest of the episode. I don't really care what happens. Well, we might it. want to see well, it. We see don't it. know. Okay. okay. All right. All right. A cigarette right now. Let me tell you. Oh, jeez. Okay. Twelve o'clock high. Twelve o'clock high. And it starts out. Bill is. It's World War Two, and Bill is part of an Air Force squadron. Mm -hmm. And they're flying these bombing runs. Right. So they're in England, and they're flying over Germany. Right. The okay. So that's like the the prologue. The prologue. <laughs> and then Act One starts with such an incredible close up oh, of. Naked skin. Skin. And we went, is that Bill? And I remember thinking, we could not be that lucky. It can't be. And they pull back, and it is Bill. And you see a nipple. It, well, it, it, let's go through this. <laughs> let's just go through this. Because we have gone through it about six times now. Well, i got to say, I think it took us four minutes to watch that <laughs> ten seconds. Because we had to keep going back. But it's this huge close-up of his chest. You can see his freckles. Yeah. You can see the texture. Yeah. And then the close-up moves over, heading for his arm where there's a, a mm -hmm. Hollywood wound. But it goes right past nipple that's partially Partially erect. erect. Oh, man. Oh. And he's sort of, you know, laying back while the doctor works on him. Then when he gets, well, and the, the camera, oh, my God, God bless this camera person. He's laying back. Uh-huh. And I'm sure by Hollywood standards, they probably should have cropped the shot. A little higher. Little just a little higher. higher. But you're seeing the band of his underwear. Where? And seeing a little hair. A little hair. Just a little treasure trail going up to his belly button. Oh, and belly button. And belly button. And then when he gets up, he's in like this jumpsuit. And as he's getting into it, you see a lot of underwear. A lot of, a lot of like just curve of butt right there. Uh-huh. And then when he turned around to zip it up, I mean, you could just. Like, you see his whole hip. Yeah. Oh. Other than that, there really wasn't a lot to lot recommend. To talk about. <laughs> he looked beautiful. He looked oh. wonderful all through this. It was like, what, 65? 65, yeah, absolutely. But, oh, my God, those first few minutes. <sighs> that made the whole thing worthwhile. We really could have stopped watching it right then. I know. I know. Um, the rest of the episode There were was... some Shatner swallows. There were some kissing. Yeah, there were some swallows. That was pretty good. And, and him flying a plane and freaking out. And then another thing that I called totally, which was he freaked out and passed out with his mouth open. Ah! Like that. And I said, oh, he's having a migraine. And then later on, <laughs> and he, was, he was having a migraine. And he passed out and fell down really <laughs> dramatically and really, really slowly to give the other guy time to run up there and catch him. <laughs> that was good. Good observation. Oh, that was so funny. But what a weird episode. I mean, you and I are watching this episode, and we have, between us, watched probably thousands of hours of television and read many, many books and are usually able to follow even the most convoluted <laughs> plots, right? And we're both sitting there. We can follow the plot in an Andrew Troy Keller story. That's right. And 45 minutes into it, we're going, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> what are they talking and about? What does this mean? They, it, it was this type of conversation. I won't do it. But I will if you want me to. But I won't if I tell you. It's it's not you, it's me. And it's you. You know, I mean, it was... Uh, 
I've, all, I've wanted to kill myself since I was 15 years old. 12? Oh, 12. I'm sorry. You're right. It was 12. Don't make me tell you about it. Don't make me tell you about <laughs> it. Why? Why did you want to kill yourself? I've put all that behind me now. But why? Tomorrow, I'm going to fly this mission. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's quoted pretty much directly. I was just making shit up, but yeah. Oh, man, it was really awful. So he didn't die in the end. Uh, which we were kind of thinking, you know, he was yeah. going to. He got wounded. He got wounded. Unspecified Real bad. Wound, and they didn't say what it was or how he was going to recover or anything like that. But he had to wear one of those little surgery bandage hats, so yeah. we can assume it was a head injury. Yeah. He did have to have a tupectomy. Um, it was it was touch and go when they were removing it. It's true. Um, <laughs> and interestingly enough, his the, so 65, and the toupee he wore for about two-thirds of this looked pretty good. And then they seemed to switch to a second-tier toupee, which looked kind of bad. It didn't match with the first I know. part of the show. So that was weird. But, oh, man, Bill was slim and oh, gorgeous. But I tell you. So beautiful. That first, what was it? 15 seconds, it was like 15 max. seconds. Oh, oh. We just had to keep going back. And, and no, stop, stop. Look, look, look. You know? <laughs> and we were both touching the computer screen. <laughs> yeah, and then tickling it. Yeah. Um, so we decided that the next time we're, we're watching something that is going to have shirtlessness or something like that, or even if it has shirtlessness and we didn't know mm-hmm. it, we're going to stop it and hook up the mics <laughs> and take you with us to butt girldom yeah. so you can hear at least what it's like, what it's really like. When, when we see something fresh for the first time yes. and get all excited about it. Yes. Yeah. And have to keep shouting at each other, did he just thing about this is that he meets this woman in England, and it doesn't quite say where they are in England, I don't know, and um, in scene one, they have this kind of weird thing where she's drunk and he takes her back home, and then they fight, no, they kiss and they fight, and then they kiss again, and it's clear that he was going to stay there because he gave her that look. Mm-hmm. And then some stuff happens, and in the next scene, he's living with her, apparently, yeah. because he says, do we have any of that scotch left? And then... And he's lounging on the sofa yeah. in a way that you wouldn't do if you were just visiting yeah so that was weird (laughs) yeah very strange um i just found another piece of trivia about this episode okay i was looking at the cast listings and i noticed that one of the other people who played the co-pilot was a guy named robert dornan so i know who robert dornan is michael dornan's father um i don't know but but as bob dornan he was um, a member of the house of representatives for orange county california and he was called b1 bob and he was the most conservative, racist, awful, right-wing guy. He was actually banned from the Capitol building of the House of Representatives in 1997. The U.S. House of... Oh, wow. For verbally and loudly attacking a House member while Congress was in session. Um, his wife filed for divorce and retracted it four times, accusing him of mental and physical cruelty. And um, in 1966, he went to jail for um, attacking his wife. And um, just, he was a crazy, crazy guy. And he was our House of Representatives person from Orange County, California. And I bet the people in Orange County loved him, right? I'm, I'm sure. And they elected him 12 times. Uh, he um, has hosted a conservative talk show in Who Orange hasn't? County. Yeah. He was a nephew of Jack Haley. I'm just looking at IMDb. Really? So he was in the show, yeah. Um, why was it called B1 Bob? Because he actually flew in the war and then okay. he was in a bunch of... He was in some movies, mm-hmm. in fact, including one that they did on Mystery Science Theater that was called Jet Attack or something, but he was in this show for a while. Well, isn't this nice? In 1996, he was defeated 
by freshman Loretta Sanchez. So that's nice. He finally got here. Yes, justice finally rolled around to him. Good. Yeah, so anyway, I just wanted to pass that along. And I looked through the names of the other actors, and you know a lot of them looked familiar, like guys that you've seen in the mm -hmm. background. Well, just, the doctor. The doctor, certainly. I don't know what his name was. but uh, He looked an awful lot like Claude Aikens. Oh, his he? name is Barney Phillips. Wait a minute. What's he been in? Barney Phillips. Barney Phillips. Doc Kaiser. Doc Kaiser. And why did everybody have a German name in this? Elizabeth Hoffman, Major Kurt. Oh, look, his name was spelled with a K, even. Oh, yeah, that's what I assumed. Oh, uh, I wasn't sure. You know, the oh. Internet really is slow, so it wasn't just you. Okay. I don't know if we're going to be able to get this to to do its thing. Jeez. Very weird. Crappy, crappy, crappy. Oh, um, yeah. Now, Andrew Duggan, who played the, the general or whatever that mm -hmm. he was, he's been in tons of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean... He was all over World War Two. Yeah. Barnaby Jones. So he was in Trapper John M.D. I mean, he's another guy. He was in Cannon. He was in Medical Center. He played a lot of doctors. Mm -hmm. um, he was in The Virginian. Dun, dun, dun. Marcus Welby, M.D. Hawaii Five-0. Double Jeopardy. Oh, no. not the game show. Okay. He was in Get Smart. The Mod Squad. <laughs> I Spy. Uh, so he played this... Fugitive, 12 o'clock. Yeah. Wild Wild West, Alfred Hitchcock, Gunsmoke, playing several different people. Twilight Zone. He was in Twilight Zone. Oh, okay. Miniature. Will the real, will the real Martian please stand up as the guy behind the counter? Yes. Dick Van Dyke Show, Perry Mason, Death Valley Days. He was in everything. I guess. One of those guys. Who just works and works and works. Just works and works. Made a whole career out of it. So, anyway. So, boy, TV sure was weird then. Episodic TV. And yeah, those titles that they have at the beginning of every act. act one. What the hell is that about? And like, the name of the show, 12 O'Clock Eye. Act, act two, one. you know what? And then epilogue. Epilogue. And at the end, Queen and, Production. You know, a, a lot of these shows, um, I never I hadn't, I never saw, I'd never watched them. So I thought that like Dragnet was the only one that did that. But apparently, <laughs> apparently they all did Everybody it. did it. And remember that, that um, alternative cut? From Where No Man. That's right. The, the Gary Mitchell one. It has yeah. uh, Where No Man Has Gone Before, Act One, or whatever. So so weird. Truly weird. Well, I'm really glad we watched that over and over and mm. over again. <laughs> and I will dream of it tonight. Yeah. Now, I will say that I picked up this little gem via our good friends at More Shot, Less Shame. Mm. So if you haven't joined that live journal group, please go ahead and do it. Um, there are so many things available for download. Um, I was just looking in my download folder, and how many items do I have in here in the bill folder? Three Brazilian. I've got 24 different things in here mm -hmm. to watch, some of which we have, but most of these we've not even watched yet. No. So there's just about everything. And most of them are things we haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to see these things, and I have to say, this was taped or recorded from television, and it's an excellent copy. I was mad. At one point I was going, this is so sharp. Yeah. It's not like a videotape that got transferred. It's not to, grainy or anything. No, so maybe somebody DVR'd it and then just digitally made it into mm -hmm. this AVI file. But man, it's good. And they've taken out the commercials. Yep, no commercials. So it's quite high quality. Mm -hmm. I can recommend it. Strongly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially for that chest. That's the and, skin thing. Oh, yeah. The oh, nipple man. and the underwear and the hair. The little hair and there's no armpit and oh. just shoulder. There was shoulder. Oh, yeah. Shoulder blades in shoulder the back. Yeah. Oh. Just really nice. Just really, really nice. Really and nice. his face looked gorgeous. He did. There was a lot of Kirk light in this. There was a ton of Kirk light and his eyes were just so big. And you know what the thing is? In many ways, Kirk light 
is even more effective in black and white. Mm -hmm. It is. It's slightly, slightly noirish. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It really, it suits him. Mm -hmm. It so does. Um, the one unfortunate thing, well, a weird thing that you pointed out is that um, when these guys are flying on these bombing missions, it's highly unlikely that they'd be wearing their uniforms and um, hats. Yeah. <laughs> in the cockpit. I mean, they wore, you know, like these... Jumpsuits. And bomber Fli jackets. Flight suits, yeah, yeah. bomber jackets. Yeah. So anyway, but um, the hat that Bill wears, unfortunately, <laughs> bears a striking resemblance to the one he wore in um, the Nazi episode. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Although he does wear it at a jaunty angle. Yes, and, and you know, that's one of the things in movies. You never see the Nazis wearing their hats at <laughs> jaunty <laughs> angles. And that's part of how we know <laughs> Americans <laughs> are the good guys. <laughs> oh, that's so true. I, I mean, I have this, this image of the Nazis sending someone out to, you know, be a spy among the Americans. <laughs> you look just fine, but let me just on just your hat. <laughs> So the the, yes. the British yeah. getting more, you know, how you instantly identify it's a British airman, not an American airman, even without the uniform and all. Mm -hmm. They always wear the white scarf. And they do, and they have little mustaches. Yeah. yeah none yeah. of the Americans have mustaches. Have you? Oh, God, this is so funny. We should watch it together sometime. The Danny Kaye movie, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Mm, I have not seen that. Oh, my God. There's a scene where he's having this fantasy mm -hmm. that, you know, he's this humble, milk toasty <laughs> guy, and he's having this fantasy that he's... Um, a World War II uh, airman. And they're at the officer's club, and he's, oh, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. And he does it beautifully. He totally mimics that whole British thing. <laughs> and it's just hysterical. And then somebody says something about, oh, I remember how Mitty used to do his impression of Professor Hooser, blah, blah, blah. Oh, do it now, Mitty. And then the, the officer goes, oh, yes, Mitty, please do all right, sir. And he steps out of the frame, and the very next frame, he's like insane Danny Kay. And then at the end of that, he's back there. Well, that was something I did, you know, at Oxford. You know, it's, just, it's so funny. But when he would go into that, that upper-class British uh -huh, thing, uh -huh. it was so, so spot-on, just, you know, Never, never wavering, never, never oh. exaggerating it at all. Just being it, and it's oh. it's a wonderful impression. That's so funny. <laughs> um, along similar lines, there's a very funny um, Python sketch from the fourth series that Cleese wasn't in, where um, it's World War One, uh -huh. and uh, the British fighter pilots are in their little clubhouse, and they're talking, and I think Eric, they're they're bantering back and forth and using all that weird slang, and Eric Idle comes in and he starts talking, and. They can't understand him. He says, mm -hmm. sorry, old chap, but I can't understand your banter. <laughs> and he goes I've seen that. And he goes through like four or five different variations of trying to say the same thing in banter with different <laughs> words. And, and Palin's like, no, no, sorry, sorry. Could you, could you try it again? And then he says it a different way. Sorry, sorry, old man. Just can't understand your banter. <laughs> and, you know, this episode needed that. This was the thing. We saw no... There were no English people. There were no in British it. people here. Even the women who were supposed to be local women. Yeah, they weren't English. In fact, the girl who was sitting next to the piano player looked German to me. I uh -huh. thought, for a minute, I was like, "Are they in Belgium?" <laughs> you know, like, like, where are they? This this yeah. blonde girl with anyway, it was weird. Yeah. So I think they must have um, recycled those sets later on for Hogan's Heroes or something. <laughs> is what it looked like to me. Anyway, so. That was good. And yes. we're going to have to, I don't know, do something with that little clip of near-naked Shatner. I know, because nice. I honestly think, 
in many ways for me personally, mm -hmm. it's right up there with that Angie Dickinson, Big yeah. Bad Mama scene. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the focus on his skin was amazing. What a strange way to start a show. I mean, who said, okay, Bill, lay down and we're going to do a close-up <laughs> here. And they went, okay, good idea. But it's like it was so focused. I mean, you could see... The pores and the texture of his skin, the little freckles, like clearly he'd been out in the sun because mm -hmm. you could just see that he had a little tan and everything. It was amazingly focused. Unbelievable. I know. I'm trying to think of any time in my life when I've ever seen a close-up of a chest like that wasn't, you know, a woman's Porn. titties <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. But just, and then, don't even pull back. Just mm -hmm. move over. Let's, let's look at his nipple and his arm. And, and uh, now pull back so we can get some underwear. You know, it's like, whoa, I love you. I love you, cinematographer. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. It was very good. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that quite a lot. Oh, and we also did get to see Bill with a cigarette a little bit. Yeah. It was, I don't know. I still don't like it. <laughs> no, I don't like it. It's not, it didn't look as unnatural as other times. Mm-hmm. Maybe because he was still smoking then. Well, maybe so. Mm -hmm. And um, also maybe because he was also drinking. So he had two oh, props to sort true. of balance that's, things that's out. That's really true. That's true. Do you think Bill can juggle? No. Really? No, I don't think he can. I don't think he has that kind of coordination. He did that beat the clock thing on the old beat the clock. Yeah, that's different though. Yeah. There's hand-eye coordination for that kind of thing. I think oh, it's very yeah. specialized. Yeah. I mean, I think he's very well coordinated for things like riding horses or mm -hmm. motorbikes or things like that. But juggling, I think, is probably a little, little beyond him. Okay. And also, I can't see him having the patience to learn how to do it properly. Uh, well, he would learn how to do it faster than anybody else ever has. <laughs> He would solo sooner than anybody else ever has. And then he'd be juggling like three chainsaws and, uh, you know, yeah. a, a, a dilithium crystal. Well, actually, he'd juggle a bunch of frozen turkeys and then <laughs> pop, pop, pop. They'd all each go into their own uh, turkey fryers and, and start a huge arc flame yes. over Bill. And he'd go, ta-da! That would be funny. <laughs> Well, enough of this banter. Enough of, enough of this banter. Well, let's wrap this up. Okay. I think we've covered all the things we need to cover. This was great. If you haven't seen this, go find it and watch it. You won't be sorry. The the um, shirt thing, the, the shirtless thing happens at about three minutes into it and goes till about five minutes and then that's it and you don't have to watch the rest of the episode. <laughs> really, you, you really don't, but he does look beautiful all the way through it. Yeah. And I'm not even calling this shirtless. This is something new. It is. It's, uh, it was almost... Not, I don't, he wasn't naked because he had underwear on, mm -hmm. but what would it be? I mean, clothesless. But almost. in a way, we've almost spoiled it for people because I remember like almost having my heart in my throat. When we saw this <laughs> naked skin, I went, is that skin? Is that Bill? And thinking it couldn't be. Yeah. And it was so loving and, and moved so slowly and that it was Bill. I mean, we both, just, I thought my head was going to explode with joy. With joy. Oh, God. I agree. But I survived. Yeah. And we'll have to watch it again, yeah. again and again. And, you know, Chatmoy. Chatmoy, we're going to be watching this at Chatmoy. Oh, yeah, again. so you want to you wanna be there. Because yeah, we've already been planning some of the special watching treats, things that, you know, we have some rarities yeah. that we haven't really even discussed here or, or mm -hmm. given you links to because we're just selfish. We are sometimes. <sighs> this is great. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Okay. Until next time, please send us emails, send us links, send us other things. Follow us on Facebook. 
make sure that you join the Look at His Butt Girls group and be um, that's why we'll be posting lots of information and please come to Shatmoid. Well, I was going to say uh, we believe our, our next recording yeah, will be, be at Shatmoid. Yeah. We would love for you to be part of it. Please. In fact, even if you can't make it, Maybe we can Skype or something. Right. If you want to do a phone-in to just say hi to the Butt Girls, it, it costs you nothing to do it with Skype. That's right. So, you know, be thinking about these things. We'll be posting wow. more details, schedules. It'll be our first phone-in show. It will. Oh, my God. That'll be so awesome. And ah! especially if you're in a foreign country, we want to hear you say, look at, look at his butt. We're going to do, we are so doing this. Okay, that's it. Shatmoy is our first phone-in show. Yay! It's going to be great. I can't wait. <laughs> so start thinking about questions. <laughs>